every podcast I say I'm a youth mentor I'm actually creating my own foundation brand brand new this year for me because I have an entrepreneur mindset I want to tackle the things that people haven't tackled so for instance getting an actual premises like really going for it so I've got a local petition that I'm starting you can find it on change.org which is basically turning the old NatWest building on Acton High Street to a youth community complex uh, so I just started a great idea to have a crowdfunding campaign in my local area so go and support us we've got a page and a link for that got to do something that makes you passionate that makes you tick that makes you get up in the morning that makes you get two hours sleep a night if you have to yeah like i did last night <laughs> you've got to um, make sure that you're doing something because you only live once yeah and that you you will know what makes you happy inside and go with that and then it's a case of you've got to you know put whatever in that takes yeah um, podcast i'm jerome i'm a youth mentor entrepreneur and then to talk about what i do why i do it and if you take 20 percent of what i say you definitely makes a change in my life i drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems so yeah i've been doing a lot of these podcasts i've been loving it i've been enjoying it but i've just had a creative idea for just to have a little break and refresher and um be a bit of ease um in terms of the releases and stuff so I'll be doing less releases and stuff just to be more creative with the ideas and stuff for what I do. So, yeah, like I said, they got the music at the beginning. It's all mine. Um, this is just something that I've had there and I just want to put out. Um, and, yeah, I've been enjoying the, the ideas and just, like, reminiscing back to the last five years of like all the stuff I've done, the growing I've done, um, and just planning the next <laughs> planning the next five, you know, sitting back, looking at my finances, um, looking at what's coming in, what I've got to spend, what I'm trying to build, um, I'm looking at my legacy, you know, what I'll be known for um, when I go. And I feel like I've been mourning it now because obviously the past and my step that I've been looking at, okay, when I'm 52, in 20 years' time, where do I want to be in life? Like, you know, and that's what I'm really thinking about, like my future, like really thinking about my future. And you got to live every day like it's your last. Um, and you got to understand that, you know, nothing is guaranteed in life except death so you know before our doors close we have to do everything and anything and i feel like that's my driver i was even listening to an old podcast i used to do with these uh, two other entrepreneurs from london and you know people always told me this as well and one of the things at the end of the meetings is like okay give like constructive criticism of like what you feel everyone needs um and obviously this is something that came before about my work-life balance and my response was just like okay like i understand the privilege and the the what's the word, the luxury of having my own time and not dividing it and stuff like that. And I get it, we can all have breaks and everyone has their own work-life balance. But I don't have the burden overhead that some people my age have. And, you know, so at the end of the day, I've got the space, got the creativity to just focus on one thing for a long period of time. So I'm going to maximise this opportunity and do everything that I want to do in life, like, like I want to do, you know. So that's where I'm at with it, you know, and I feel like everything I'm doing now at this point in my life is because I actually want to do things in the past. I was like doing it just to do it. Right. And I feel like anyone right now listening to this, if you're doing something you hate, you don't have to because we have the Internet. The Internet has changed everything. It's became the it's became you became your own gatekeeper of your own life. No one's in charge anymore. It's direct to consumer. Go on social media, create your accounts. I'm actually rereading a book called um online business startup which is basically where people are today like if you think about it like today the first thing people will do is open up a facebook open up a social media 
um, they would have an email address. They'll get a domain and make you know, a website. So that's where we are. You know, that's why we start online business, like, you know, online marketing and whatever it is. So we're not opening. Some people do opening shops on the high street anymore. We're, we're starting online. Um, some people can start and then transcend offline. But this is the world we're in. We're in the world of Google, the world of um, infinite knowledge. You can go online and literally learn anything. And I remember hearing, like, Ryan Lacey say, we need to teach kids how to search for internet online. Because there's a different day and age now. Like, the youth in my school, they have a different in terms of the IT. IT was the first um, subject we taught in secondary school when I was in school. You know, computers were new then um, when I was studying ICT. And I feel like now, in terms of um, all possibility, you can go online now, like today, and say, okay, how to become an artist. And you can just follow a few things, you know. You don't have to do everything. So one of the things that I learned from the access of the internet is that self-education is the best education. So even though we want to create jobs as entrepreneurs, we can also create opportunities to learn. So learning and education isn't something that an institution has to give us. We can give it to ourselves. Um, again, having stuff that you're passionate about that you love helps. Uh, for you to go out there and just be obsessed about reading all this stuff. But to be honest, I've been looking at my bookshelf and just the books in general, Amazon's helped me buy books. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't working in bookshops 10 years ago, <laughs> buying books. Do you understand? I think the first of a book that I ended up kind of like getting was from like the library and then like college institutions and stuff like that. But again, you're borrowing books. And then if you're as cheeky, and I was, I put my hand up, I was cheeky and I used to take books from the library and all this other stuff. But when we're talking about buying a book that's yours, that you brought, you know, and you're going to have it forever. Um, it started from Amazon. I'll be honest with you, I was, I've been buying a lot of the books on my shelf now is since I've lived here and I've only lived there for seven years. So if I can go on my book, it ranges, I think I've talked about before, like mindset, business, um, and specific things I want to work on. So right now, it's just about what I was doing is like looking at my five-year plan, looking at my 10-year plan, and looking at my 15 and 20-year plan, what I want to work on in terms of finance, why I'm doing it, going back to my why, always going back to the generational wealth, always understanding what are the key factors. Money definitely is. Having a partner that's on point and ambitious and good with money, it definitely is. There's so many factors, but all I'm saying is that it's just little things take a big effect later on down the line, but you just got to believe. Um, and one of the first books, what I'm saying this is one of the first books I ever got um, on Audible, which is an audio book, which I consume maybe 70% of what I uh, read. Um, some of them I read, physical, but a lot of these is online. And a lot of these books that I, I've read, I'm going to get the audio as a collector as I am, because a lot of them are really good. So, for instance, I think it's uh, I think it's Obstacles, the way I've already got that already as an audio, and I've got the book. So, um, I'm going to do that as well, like, over time. But anyway, the first ever book that I got five years ago, which is actually five years ago, probably next week yeah i got this on the 13th of november 2015 and it's called make your mark and it's called creating um a guide to building a business with impact and that's kind of what it is man at the end of the day yes we're going to get all these luxuries and all these materialistic things but are you going to make impact are you going to are you going to be a memory in someone's brain and that's where we are in life and all of this stuff here you know really resonated with me. I think titles do in general. That's what they're there for, right? They hook you in. But I was working on a project actually. Well, I was going to work on a project in a church doing sound and all this other stuff when I had my studio at this time. 
And this, someone told me about this book. I think I was talking about like, I don't know, I think about maybe my perspective of business and, and what I feel I need to do and, and all this stuff. And the guy in conversation, I can't remember his name now, and he was like, yeah, there's a book called Make Your Mark and it's really good and da 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 And having a business with impact is so, so key. So I just wanted to say that that was a really good Make Your Mark. Um, and this book here, like, I don't know, man, like, because I'm thinking about my future, I'm thinking about investing, thinking about where to put my money, thinking about money just generally. Um, I'm literally, as we speak, I'm just editing my monthly budget in terms of what's going in, what's coming out. Um, and then at the end of the results, when I've got like my income expenses, I've got my balance and I've got exactly a pie chart of how much money I'm spending and what I've got left. So it's so key, it's a discipline. You can easily fall off if you haven't done it for a long period of time. Um, it's kind of where I'm at, but this is where I'm really looking at it in terms of like property, in terms of forex trading, in terms of just business in general. We've got to invest and create um, systems and, and businesses and, and investing in things that can get a return. And this is what this I'm trying to move to the, if you've ever, ever read the um, Cashflow Quadrant by um, Robert Kiyosaki, he says that obviously the rich people on the right and poor people on the left and you can stay there for 5, 20 years. I don't want to be broke for 10 years. I was saying that to my cousin the other day. Like, I've been broke for 10 years. I don't want to be broke for another 10. So what needs to change is the behaviours, the habits, and the mindset first. Um, but one book, I'm going to... I've got it. I've got it like... I actually got a date here. I've got the book in August 2019. I haven't read it yet. It's in my collector's um, in Audible. It's called The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. So this book... Um, is is a good start of like seeing how people invest, um, and you know the mindset of investing. So it's done a lot of the stuff Warren Buffett has actually done. So it really goes to his kind of his mindset, and yeah. So that's 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 that. I'm gonna try to resurface that as well, and understand what I need to do. And I think I speak to a lot of entrepreneurs. We can get overwhelmed with the tools, overwhelmed with the knowledge. And we don't know what to act on first. It's tough. And I've had to learn my own way of um, retaining and remembering a lot of this stuff. But again, what we're doing really is feeding the subconscious. Um, so I want to get up in investing. I want to first start getting the ball rolling, getting some um, money sitting down and be able to have, say, okay, what am I going to invest in? Um, so that's real key. And what I've done, and this is something I'm putting out there, if anyone's interested, um, hit me up. And we can start the ball rolling. I've created my own groups for a 5 a.m. club. So we get up at 5 a.m. and we help keep each other accountable throughout the day. I've got a commercial property group where we all invest in the commercial property, whether that be shops, shopping centers. I feel there's a massive market. I feel like people move to London because of commercial property, right? If there wasn't a shop, people wouldn't have jobs. If it wasn't just an address where people go there and work to pay their bills, uh, that, that town or the high street wouldn't exist, right? So anyone that's from a village, and that's what they call it, or a town, then it's just residential. It's all houses. Um, and the only thing they have is like a row of shops. They don't have an actual town where there's big centres and big shops. Um, that might be miles away. But obviously London is different because we live in a city. We we don't know that. Um, but obviously it's all based on commercial property. And obviously a strip of shops, I call it a strip of shops, it's like a line. And it's, it's filled with like um, franchises and it's filled with lower level businesses. So franchises might be like Subway, Starbucks, KFC, McDonald's, and then you got the lower level restaurant, the lower level, um, which is struggling right now during this time, but we'll make it out. I feel like there's been so many 
economic downfalls, but Zero to One, that's one book I should have talked about, actually. Zero to One is actually an amazing book. goes into, like, um, the start of, like, PayPal and eBay and um, all these companies that started in, like, the early 2000s. And um, they all done well in a bad economic time. A lot of the Fortune 500 companies started in that time. So I went to an event and someone told me about Zero to One. Really good book. It's a book by Peter Phil. And it says here about um, startups and how they built for the future and all of this stuff like buying online, e-commerce, you know, people paying online, PayPal, all that stuff wasn't new. They just found a new way of doing it. So, um, yeah, this one is really good book to get, Zero to One. And... Um, yeah, Intelligent Investor and Make Your Mark. Really, really good book drops, definitely. If you've got time, go and get that. Um, yeah, and I've created groups, like I said, for the 5EM Club, Commercial Property, Entrepreneur Revolution. Again, Entrepreneur Group, Mastermind Group. Keep each other um, on their toes. Keep each other accountable. And I've got a trading for a living. So at the moment, it's like understanding the trading game, understanding where to put your money. And I feel like investing in the stock market, like anything, you have to gain knowledge and you gain knowledge through experience and you gain experience through taking risks. So if, you, if you're scared, if you're in fear, then I would say try and try and your best to embrace that and, and rise above that because at the end of the day, we need to do things that get us to places where we need to get to. So for me, I'm just, I'm just trying to do it all, man. I'll be honest with you. I want to mentor the youth. I want to do music. I want to spread my voice through the rap. I want to, um, you know, open up a center where I can help youth give them life skills um, and I think I'm going to take this break of the consistency of recording because I'm always going to put stuff out with the podcast is to just relay back and do a lot of reflection which I've done but I've got so much that's the beauty of the internet man we can create so much evidence and proof of what we've done in terms of like old podcasts or terms of pictures a picture paint a thousand words old videos um, like I said books that I've brought and when I've brought them do you know what I mean like going back I'm saying, wow, like, this is why I'm like this now, because I've done little things over the years that's got me to here. So that's kind of what I'll be doing. And um, there's one thing that um, everyone should understand um, in terms of building wealth and prosperity, which is feng shui. So feng shui is something that basically, you know, it's to do with your home and your living, and your living environment. Let's just call it that. And... Again, I like, to, I like to share information. I love it. I genuinely love it. There's seven ways to use feng shui in your home. I'm going to run through it. If you can just Google it, you can go and do your own research. I'm here just to drop the jewels and the gems. Um, so I'll just quickly run through the seven. I feel the seven there. And so the first one would be check your commanding positions. And it, this, this talks about the bed being near the doorway and not behind or in line with the door. Uh, the second one is go vertical. So make sure that things are up and not in the way and it's weird a lot of this stuff I'm already doing because I'm a neat freak definitely got OCD and I make sure everything's like in a position and clean and whatever so for instance this talks about like a bookcase I, I had a bookcase actually to be fair but it was just in the way it was small it was just long so what I'd done I decided just to get a bookshelf and just pull it on the pull it on the wall it saves floor space and it's easy you know just to go and grab um, so that's what it says here um, go vertical um, that's what I just said and then the next one is keep things clean again if you're clean is very real key to your mind to be clean as well and your mind to be open and not worried and stressed about mess 
um, which number are you on now? We've got one, two, three. So four is declutter the entryway. So when you enter the, everyone has got a certain energy when they walk into their flat or their house. Make sure that's clear, clean, and it smells good. Uh, one thing I start to do, I start to burn a lot of incense around my whole flat. So it just smells good. I've got no residue of clothes. I've got no smell of the outside. I've just got the smell of these nice incense. Um, so again, just make sure that's clear. One thing I'm going to do is the doors, and it does talk about the doors and doors being clean. So that's one thing that's on my list to do. Um, so the next thing is I've got to keep track of these numbers because it makes sense. So we've got one, two, <clears throat> three, four, five is to remove obstacles, which might kind of tie into the same thing. And six is add plants. I've got aloe vera plants. If you go online, you can see what plants hold what energy. We're in a different age. We can find out these things in the seconds if it's useful definitely add some plants and the last thing is incorporate metal um i kind of don't understand this but i think it like in terms of like tables and stuff like that uh so for instance, i've got a metal table for my computer um obviously i haven't got a metal over time it's my first ever kitchen table i might change that or metal coffee table i think that's what it means so i've got a mixture so my coffee table is metal my um no sorry my coffee table is wood my um like a side table, that's metal, and then my um, kitchen table is wood. Um, I don't have a TV, because again, I like space, so I've got a projector on the wall, which is more enough clear and, and, and good enough. I don't need a TV and a unit taking up space. I've got a one-bedroom flat, so it's not massive. So I make sure that I keep my things clear, open for space, for energy to flow, from what this uh, feng shui thing was saying. Very, very important, and it obviously here is used to attract wealth and prosperity. So I saw the Feng Shui um, game pack in a place office I was working. And in my head, I thought to myself, like, these people must have money. You know, so for me, the biggest thing I ever got from being people, they call somebody other side, but it's not really. It's just, they're just separated by class and money. But when I started to work as a cleaner in the houses and everyone that I work with, they were just different. They had money. Their parents, either the second generation wealth, their parents had money. Um, they were really highly educated. And one of the places I used to work at was a big house in, I think it was like Cricklewood, was in Northwest. So I went there and I used to just like snoop on the bookshelf. And I was like, what are these people reading? Like, So I used to go there and just put books in my Amazon bucket while I'm cleaning the house. And one of the things I picked up was... Um, what was it called? I think it was Negotiation About Giving In. It was Big Data. There was a few. There was a few books. And that was just from snooping and just seeing what these people's interests are and what they're doing. And it's a reason why their mindset and their life is like that. But anyway, Feng Shui was done in that way. I was in an office. I saw it on, on a table and I resonated with it. I knew about Feng Shui already, but from then I, I, I want to get the game. I want to understand Feng Shui and bring these elements in my flat. And that's what this is. So the whole point of Feng Shui is to attract wealth. And that's just not money. That could be happiness. could be um, spiritual enlightenment. So much different things. Um, this is... Uh, I've got to say the name right. Because if I say it wrong, it's not going to be good. So here... Talk, yeah, this talks about citron crystals. Talks about create a wealth corner. Again, just making sure everything's aligned. So the energy can flow. Everything's kind of like... It's weird because I'm just like that anyway. Like now... I've just got my sofa at the back. I've got my side table, my coffee table aligned. So it's not like the... Yeah, I'm just like that in general. I just like keeping things in order. So the crystals incorporate flower. I think we said it's already plants and stuff. Entry level. 
Um, just again, this is just going over it. Um, make sure your cooker's clean and in a, a bowl of oranges. I don't know where the oranges come into it, but again, I'm still new to this. I just I just um, started to resurface this feng shui thing, um, and I got some notes on my phone of what to do. So the only thing I really got to do is clean my door. I think my front door is atrocious. I'm not gonna get a new door. I'm just gonna clean my door. I get my windows cleaned already for that reason. So I get the windows clean every um, six weeks, and then I spray my window from the inside. I don't open my blinds anymore, like sideways. I, I mean, I open the whole thing. So the whole sunlight can beam right through. And I stop having that stupid, silly paranoia of people looking in my window. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's just stupid. Um, yeah, having the mirrors clean, um, like I said, and the hallway's clear. That's the main thing. Entry levels to rooms, the hallway clear, um, inside and outside of the room. Um, and I've literally just done this. And it's weird because women have always said, oh, close the toilet seat. It actually says here, close the toilet seat, <laughs> which is funny. Um, and the bathroom door. So for me, I live alone. So I got door stops everywhere. I don't close doors because it's just me. But now I'm going to have to get in the habit of uh, closing, opening my bathroom door. Uh, so I'm going to use these things as well. So I feel like once I get paid, I'm going to get some um, scented candles and some incense and make sure that the smell in my house is, is good as well. Along with the lighting, I've got the smell and obviously the cleanliness. Um, but I already make space and reduce clutter because I'm always tidying and doing stuff anyway. Um, and then, yeah, when again, like I said, when I get paid, I'm going to get the aloe vera plant and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's about it. I'm going to take a nice break. Tomorrow's going to have to rest my step down in peace and we're going to carry or oh, I'm going to carry on the legacy I have this such I got ambitious anyway I got so many ideas in terms of like revamping because him and my mom had a restaurant Treasure Beach Grill in West Ken and I'm like I want to revive that one day with the same name and just try relive it because in the day they were building that's that's the last conversation I had with him he said yeah me and your mom are doing this in Jamaica and you know we want your input we want to build a studio for you lot to go and I just saw he was building and thankfully I remember the day I have Janet in my life, Janet Crawford, and her and loving the, her and loving were that. I'll be honest with you, that's all I've ever known. She had Ochi and Shepherd's Bush, and it was a Caribbean takeaway. She built a yard in Jamaica, like, like wow, that do you know what I mean? And 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 she's been in my life since I was like fifteen, fourteen, um, from what I can remember. And I love her so much. And I remember the day Bunny was actually saying, "Oh, we're inspired by you lot, you know, because you lot have done this together." And you know, they had, but for me. She she she's held up there in terms of the generation, and I think she was born in Jamaica. But the generation that came before us done well, and all their kids are good. You know what I mean? And like, trust me, even though they say money and success and everything, for me at this moment is very high and very important because it can change and do so much. So even though yes, that was my first job and work experience, and even though she's not directly my auntie, really, she's just my mom's friend, but. The fact that I could physically see that. We need to see success. And I think that's a lot of people's gripe and a lot of people's like doubt. It's because they don't see it close to them. <laughs> so that's my 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 whole thing is like, can I be a living proof that man can see well, I saw Jerome, he done this. Oh yeah, in the school, like you know. So the whole point is to be successful so you can replicate that. So this ain't our life. We all share life, we all share spaces and for me, when I see some of the oldest doing certain things, like Bunny, Janet, my mom, like, Auntie Cynthia, like, I'll put their names there because it's real. And we need to understand. I even put man like Aaron in there, man, because Aaron's got a business up in Turkey and he's, wow, you knew what, 15 years ago, my big cousin would be doing that. What inspiration. So for me, we're all in, we're all in this leadership position 
as elders naturally. Youngers looking at us, we have a massive influence on them, whether we like it or not, positive or negative. So my whole thing is that I have the conscious effort to be a really, really big influence and a positive influence the best way I can. I'm not perfect and influence the youth, whether it's work ethic, whether it's treating women right, whether it's dealing with your money right, whether it's learning to love yourself and be by yourself and all of this stuff right now, I believe I've gone high in certain ways. And sometimes I look at like being on my own is negative, then I start looking at it positive and then I flip between the two. But all I do know is um, God is not going to do nothing that's not going to make you stronger, make you aware, make you learn. So all I can say is I'll leave you with this. Keep dreaming, keep believing and never give up. Keep going, keep pushing because something's going to happen if you keep trying. It's Jerome from Desire to Spot Podcast.